The NJ Makers podcast is independently produced and artist-made. The views expressed within may or may not even be my own. I, I can't even tell anymore. Hello, and welcome to the first official episode of the NJ Makers podcast, a show made in New Jersey about the stuff that is hashtag made in NJ. For our first episode, I wanted to talk about one of my favorite kinds of making, and that is creative placemaking. We'll be talking about what that means exactly and what that looks like in my hometown, thanks in large part to the volunteers of the FOF Coalition. Our guest today is Leah Clem, who is a board member for the FOF, a community-based organization focused on creative placemaking in Woodbury, New Jersey. Leah has a background in nonprofit programming and fundraising, and she started her nonprofit career at a small economic revitalization organization in Woodbury in 1999. She is also on the board of the Friends of the Woodbury Public Library and currently works in one of Woodbury's many great small businesses. That's a lot of Woodbury, but that's how she rolls. Thank you, and I hope you enjoy the episode. Okay. Okay. All right. So, uh, so welcome to the NJ Makers podcast. Uh, yeah, smile and laugh at me. Uh, so, uh, I have Leah from the FOF Coalition in Woodbury, New Jersey, talking with me today. And, uh, and so welcome, Leah. Hey, thanks uh, so much for having me. Welcome. Uh, and, uh, so full disclosure, Leah is my sister. This is and, my brother. Yeah. And, uh, and we grew up doing silly things like making cooking shows and fake radio shows. So this is, this is pretty fitting that I feel like, uh, or I feel like it's fitting that you're my you're my first guest for Come the full circle the NJ Makers podcast. The oh, only thanks. addition is we have a nicer microphone now. Yeah, or a microphone. Or a mic. Yeah, not the. We're not just talking to no one in, now. Or, or into the boombox. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Yeah. All right. So um, so the FOF is a creative placemaking nonprofit out of Woodbury, and I was hoping you could just you know start start big and just tell us what a creative placemaking group is, what it you know what it does, the the benefit that it that would bring. Sure, absolutely. So the FOF Coalition's mission is to champion initiatives rich in arts, culture, and sustainable design as a catalyst for community development and economic revitalization. And essentially, we do that um, through creating initiatives, uh, creating engaging places, innovative experiences, uh, and really we hope that that's going to transform the lives of our community. Um, you mentioned creative placemaking. That is what we're about um, it's something that's been popping up a lot in New Jersey. We have some partners, um, that have just been absolutely wonderful, uh, in guiding us. We can talk about those a little bit later. Yeah. Um, but creative placemaking is really just leveraging arts, culture, and creativity to serve a community's interests. And it drives a broader agenda for change, um, growth, transformation, and it also helps build character of a place. Um, so arts, you know, often rich in culture, mm-hmm. creating a better culture for a community. Um, so, you know, basically arts and culture are not just fun and beautiful. Um, we believe that they can actually drive economic revitalization and change. And that is something that the FOC Coalition uh, was really interested in doing in Woodbury, New Jersey. And so what does that look like in practice, though? Like, how, how does bringing the arts and, and entertainment and other things like that to a place help help forge a, you know, better town? Sure, absolutely. So specifically with FAF, um, what we've been doing and what I'll be talking about later more in depth is we've been taking 
places that you wouldn't think of as necessarily beautiful or functional and turning them into these third spaces, these really fun, pretty, exciting places. And in doing that, not only are we beautifying a part of the town that was unused, but we're also bringing in partners to do so. We're bringing in the community to volunteer, getting them involved and engaged in making the city a better place. And again, getting those local partners to see the value. Um, a lot of them are right in Woodbury, but some of them are just outside Woodbury. Um, you know, some of them, maybe some of our um, artists are over the bridge. So just getting people to see that Woodbury is a valuable town um, worth investing in. Okay. So you said the third space. Mm-hmm. So so the third space is y- you, you have work, which is one place that you're mm-hmm. stuck. You have home, which is another. Sure. And then that third space is hard to find. So, yeah. so what do those places look like in, in, in and around Woodbury? Yeah. So it's, um, it's a place to hang out on an evening, bring a sandwich, um, hang out with your friends. It's a place to bring your laptop when you need a break from your office. Mm-hmm. And if you have the ability to work outside somewhere, that's great. It's a place for kids to play and run and for parents to know that their kids are safe there. Um, it's a place for other organizations to utilize, um, again, as a safe, clean, friendly space. So it's really, it's a place to hang out, a place to have fun. It could be for work. It could be for socializing. Really, it's just another place to go in your town that's safe, clean, comfortable, and fun. Mm-hmm. And presumably, you may be spending some, you may or may not be spending some money when you go, or at least bringing money into the town in a mm-hmm. way, like you would be buying a sandwich to right. enjoy out at the park. You might pick up a cup of coffee, you know, mm-hmm. so, uh, so I love that, you know, giving somebody something to do has this tangible benefit to a place like Woodbury, which is, you know, has been on the up and coming for mm-hmm. years and just hasn't seemed to really hit that third space, like right with having ample things like that. Available. Exactly. And a lot of our businesses need people to have a reason to come in past five o'clock when they're done mm-hmm. working there. And that's mm-hmm. always been a struggle for Woodbury. Um, I've been a resident there for, I guess it's going on 15 years mm-hmm. as well. Wow. So I know, <laughs> I know. Um, so, you know, really giving people a reason to come in past five o'clock, spend their money, mm-hmm. give our um, local businesses a reason to stay open for yeah. that. So yeah. I think we help with that as well. Yeah. It, it's, you know, I, I say has been on the, but really the last couple of years has really seen a lot of new businesses, kind of like hipper, younger kind of stuff coming in, like, you know, Tiki Tiki, all those ones. Right. Um, McArt. Uh, yeah, Mc, McArt. Mm-hmm. Uh, all those, uh, the nice shops with the senior play. Like, I, yeah. I saw most of those are filled up now. Right, That's exactly. awesome. Um, and then eight and sand, I couldn't help but think of, think of eight and sand when you were talking about like, yeah, a place to go get a, get a drink and chill yeah. out with What's friend. better than a local yeah. brewery? Bring yeah. a sandwich. It's great right. that, you know, you can just BYO food there. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. So, so let's talk about the FOF. So sure. what, uh, what the FOF is the FOF? <laughs> what the FOF? Um, hashtag what the FOF. That's our hashtag. So, um, the FOF, we started in 2012 uh, and, and again in 2013 with a really large fall arts festival. Um, brought thousands of people into downtown Woodbury for two days for a weekend and just saw so much um, publicity and love from the town. Uh, it was so great. But, you know, I wasn't on the board then, but I'm friendly with those board members, of course, being a part now. They knew they could do more. Um, having people come into town for a weekend for a one-time event, that's great. Mm-hmm. But 
but what else can we do? So in 2014, they decided to um, become an incorporated New Jersey nonprofit. They received their 501c3 status in 2015 um, and really started to dive into what are the needs of the city? What are we as a volunteer organization able to achieve? Um, they had strategic planning sessions mm-hmm. and out of that, you know, really grew this idea of this third space and becoming a, an agent of change for creative mm-hmm. placemaking. I know that wasn't an easy transition for them either, because when when the, the first Fall Arts Fest, I believe they were the largest events in Gloucester County the years that they were held. Mm-hmm. And then when they transitioned, it was they almost lost a bit of steam. But I know that that was a necessary transition right. for the just the sheer amount of things that you guys have going. You have. 30 plus vendors coming out to like the next, the yeah. next bigger, bigger thing. And we're going to talk about a right, bit more, right. but, um, it was but, a year of planning for a weekend yeah. of events. And again, it was, it was amazing. I went as an attendee mm-hmm. both years and bought some beautiful things and took our mom and, you know, we had a great time. And, um, but I, I know I'm happily sacrificing that weekend in order to get even more. Um, and I think if people, come out to the lot, um, again, which I keep, keep kind of teasing, which, you know, we're going to talk mm-hmm. about soon, but, um, you know, and they see like how we've grown and how we've taken that weekend event and really stretched it over a summer of fun for local residents, mm-hmm. you know, I think it's going to be, I think they would realize it was worth the transition. So you're, you're in a volunteer, you are on the board. What is your position on the board now? Board secretary. Board secretary. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, you are, you know, a complete volunteer. So Absolutely. as, as a member of the, like, what's the benefit of, to you directly? Like, why do you put in these hours for, <laughs> which sure. is something that I know isn't easy and, and always, um, you know, full of gratitude. <laughs> no, that's okay. Um, it's funny. We were over at Jupiter Records, another one of our sponsors for Record Store Day, and we, um, we met some people who um, put on, I think it's Old Brahmer's uh, concert in um, Newark, Delaware, and they're paid. And so they were like, oh, you're doing free concerts in town and you're all volunteers. Like, I'm sorry, what's in it for you? And he couldn't wrap his head around the fact that every, like, we don't have a single paid uh, do, do person. Do live here? <laughs> I know. And that's essentially it. So Tara Ray, our past president, um, now our main fundraiser. Um, invited me onto the board. She saw I was involved in other things in town. Um, I have a history in nonprofit work um, through, you know, what I do professionally. And, you know, she brought me on. And I was hesitant to say yes because faffers go all the way. I mean, they do it 100%. And they, you know, even though you're a volunteer, they accept nothing less and they give nothing less. But I decided it's my town. You know, I have watched Woodbury struggle for, you know, I've been a resident for 15 years. I've lived down the road, you know, for even longer than that. And I've seen a struggle um, in getting the community involved. I've seen a struggle in getting businesses to stay afloat, crime, you know, things like that. And I think it is absolutely my duty as a resident to, if I want to, you know, if I want things to change or stay great. I need to be involved in that. And so that is why I give back to my town specifically. And there's so many amazing, you know, I have friends, you know, volunteering and uh, advocating on such worldwide issues and I admire them so much. And also though, you need people on the ground in your towns making a difference Mm -hmm. there because I feel that's really going to help advocate for those changes more largely. Mm -hmm. 
especially just like being involved in local politics as a volunteer or a nonprofit, especially as more, um, you know, more local newspaper coverage is harder and harder to get. It's important to be, be involved and make sure that your town is going the way that you, you think that it should. Right. Absolutely. So, um, so again, we, we have teased a bit about some of the events that are happening. So talk to me about Lot 323. All right. Lot 323 um, grew out of strategic planning for the FOP Coalition. Again, the, the what can we do, where are our needs in our town. So Lot 323 is a temporary pop-up park. This year we're open from June through August, and then after August it'll disappear. And, you know, I think... It'll probably come back next year. Um, you know, we obviously have to sit down at the end of this year and talk about it. But, you know, we this is our second year. Um, last year went amazing. I don't think we could have even anticipated the incredible response we got last year. Um, so what is our pop-up park? What does it look like? So what, so what is a pop-up? Okay. Why three, two, three? Sure. Because those are my, three, two, three. Why three, two, three was my question. (laughs) So, um, for those of you old enough to have a touchstone phone, remember we see rotary phones when you're old enough for a rotary phone. One Mm -hmm. day it's going to be old enough for a flip phone, but those old enough for a touchstone phone, three, two, three is F-A-F on your phone. Okay. So that is us. We chose a location, um, you know, that really needed some help in the area, somewhere that had gotten run down. We knew, you know, it was a place where maybe not the greatest activity was happening. And we thought, what, what can we do in this specific parking lot to make that change? And so, you know, it helped grow out of that too. The space really helped frame how we were able to create the pop-up. So pop-up just, that's what it is. It appears um, for a very short time, disappears, will look like you were never there. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, it gives the community somewhere to be, you know, at least for us, first and third Fridays mm-hmm. all through the summer. Cool, cool. So I love that the, the use of the pop-up is is awesome because it's, it's a growing trend mm-hmm. in pop-up galleries, pop-up, sure. you know, pop-up crafts, pop-up pr- classes, things where you can just say, hey, this is this is a street corner. This is going to be an art gallery for the afternoon. Mm-hmm. Deal with it. Right, right. I mean, it's it's kind of that, like, underground, you know, rootsy kind mm-hmm. of way to get stuff done. You know, you don't have mm-hmm. to have a building or mm-hmm. a park in your name to create an event. You just have to be able to work with your city officials and local businesses and local police. And we've been really fortunate that they have been so incredibly generous with us and with the space and we made it happen. Yeah. That is always important when you have the, have the blessing of the town when you do a pop-up. Right, (laughs) right. Buy-in from them in some way. Yes. And they help advertise for you too. They do. Okay. So tell me more about the lot. So what's, okay. what's the lot you mentioned? So it's every other, it's first and third first Fridays, and third right? Fridays and this so year. what's like starting time for these and, and who, who comes out to them? Sure. Okay. So first and third Fridays, June through August, um, we are open for free concerts those evenings, um, six to nine thirty PM on those Fridays. We are open seven days a week, though. Anyone, we mentioned the third space aspect. So even though there's not something going on all week um, that's, you know, kind of scheduled programming, people are welcome and encouraged to 
come out and sit on our picnic benches and, you know, play on our tires that we have. And Are any of the game pieces out? So there's, so the, on, there's a large section of blacktop and you have things like chess and checkers right. and um, bowl, bowling. bowling yeah. right? Okay, I wasn't sure what, all, everything that... Yeah. Absent last week. I <laughs> know. How could you? Um, so no, so we do have to put some of those things away throughout the week. But what is great about the lot is we want to lend people this space for free. So other nonprofit organizations, other businesses, if you want to use this park and you need bowling out or you need chess and checkers or, um, you know, any of the other things we have, chairs, um, you know, access to the porta pots that are on site, we will be glad to work with you at no charge to make this happen. You can go to our website fill out a form, um, and we will definitely, you know, one of our volunteers is scheduled to work on that. So what is the website? I'll get it for me again at the That's end. That's okay. It is thefaf.net, the F-A-F.net. Okay. And you can also, while I'm doing this, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even Snapchat at Woodbury Faf, Woodbury Faf, F-A-F. Okay. okay. And so where exactly is, is the lot? Okay. So we are... Um, if you're from the area behind Pep Boys on Broad Street in Woodbury, oh, if Pep you're Boys. right behind Pep Boys, which most people know as a local landmark, but if you're not from here, um, we are at West Center and Russell Streets, so a corner. So that's our intersection because a parking lot doesn't necessarily have an address. Um, so if you were to just put those two streets into Google Maps or whatever you use, you'll find us there. Okay. Not the not the buzz market for for Google Maps. I'm whatever. sorry, I love Google Maps. Waze, whatever you use. Sorry, I'll give you the opportunity to Waze. Waze, Waze, <laughs> Waze is good. Is good Waze, yeah. Right. Okay, so sure. so who who is who coming out to the lot? Yeah, so um, boy, we had our opening last week, and we had so many so many families, um, young people with young kids. There's activities for families and children. I saw teenagers who probably live you know, within a few blocks who walked out, um, you know, grownups, adults with, you know, just out for themselves mm-hmm. to have a beer and uh, eat some dinner, enjoy the music. People brought their pets. We're pet friendly. Um, please leash your dog, but we're pet friendly. Um, please and always I will, leash your dog. Please always leash your dog. And I'll probably run over and ask if I can pet your dog. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's really everyone, but we did notice last week we had so many families come out and cool. enjoy cool. Because it's a, again, it's a safe, comfortable space. We actually have a little bit of a fencing system. So you're not worried about your kid just running off in a traffic somewhere, you know, because we do serve alcohol. We have some fencing up. So, you know, you can kind of keep an eye on your kid, but let them have their space too. So I think it's really nice for families. So you mentioned the alcohol toys now. Sure. So what what are your options and yeah. how does how does that work? How do you have that in a in a parking lot parking basically lot. and 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 have it be family friendly and safe and Sure. Um boy, you know again, last year um alcohol was huge for us. It helps us raise money um and you know the police come out to every one of our events um and they just help us keep an eye on things. We also have volunteers who are, you know, on guard and, you know, making sure things are running smooth. But um, it was never an issue last year. It was okay. amazing. It just helps. 
I love drinking outside. I don't know. Is that a thing you should say on a podcast? I love it when it's beautiful outside and you have a, you know, ice cold beer. It's great. And that's it's, a draw. It's for, for charity. People. You're and drinking charity. outside for charity. I right. feel like that's all right. Absolutely. So, um, you know, nonprofits can apply for liquor licenses and we work, you know, with all the, all the right channels. Um, and we have some great partners this year. We already mentioned Eat and Sand Brewery. They are our main craft beer uh, partner. Okay. They've also invited some other breweries out to join us. Um, I believe like Lunacy, maybe Flying Fish. Okay. So we're hoping yeah. to get some other, right, some other breweries <laughs> out. I know. Um, but Eight and Sands our main partner. They've been amazing. They bring some, um, you know, kegs or whatever the technical term is out so we can have some of their beer. Um, and we also work with Town Liquors, um, who, you know, work has been an amazing partner for the past two years to make sure we have some of the mo- more standards on hand, um, bottles and cans and wine, of course, too, okay. for people who don't drink beer. Okay. And so the vendors are back this week, right? Vendors are back. So let's see. And so you have a line, you have a huge lineup. We do. And I, you know, I didn't even bring the list with me, but we have, um, at the top of our webpage, the FAF. Dot net. We have it pinned to the top. The vendors are back and it has a list of all of our amazing vendors. Um, these are, you know, they're no offense to, you know, kind of the mass marketing, you know, whatever, whatever. They're arts and, and craft. They're artisans. They're amazing. They're one of a kind pieces. They're, um, you know, they're just so beautiful. One guy on our board, um, Kevin is a teacher by day and a woodworker awesome. Awesome by night. Stuff too. Yeah. yeah. Really and, you cool. know, beautiful craft things. Um, Kevin also built a significant portion of the stage too. He built a significant portion. He <laughs> of a was lot of, a lot team. of things. Yeah. yeah. He's new to the board and he was a great addition. Cool. So cool. thanks Kevin. Um, but yeah, it's so many great vendors. One of our, um, you know, our board was kind of everybody's designated to a role and Leslie took up the task of making the events more vendor friendly. We had vendors every week last year, uh, in every event and we did see some drop off in sales. So in order to make it more vendor friendly, we decided let's give them two nights where, you know, people know that they're going to be there. They know to bring their wallets. They know what to expect and really make this special for our vendors and for the people who are coming. So we have Vendor Village, which will be set up. I see it's all marked off. I was over at the lot the other night um, just popping in and, uh, you know, it's all ready for them. So we can't wait cool. to have them back. Cool. cool. Even the food trucks are, I would, I would call artisans. They've, they've right. been on point every time. And I just, I love a good, I love a good food truck. I mean, our dad is asking for the empanada truck back desperately. Is so that coming, yeah. Is that coming back? Oh, coming back. Yeah. <laughs> I went every Friday. I mean, the, the lot was great. Those empanadas. They really made it. Okay, so uh, so there's also obviously bands at a sure. at a concert, and uh, I believe you have four coming up. Do you want to give a shout out to the people that are going to be performing this Friday? Uh, yeah, we actually we have a whole bunch. So um, so the hashtag Woodbury Rocks. We have the Naked Sun with Woodbury's own Rich Quick, Anthony Parisi, and the Sidecar Monkey Shines, and the Hobo Style are coming up this week. A couple of Local legends? Is that too, is that too drastic? They're, yeah. you know, Rich Quick, um, has been our MC for our Rock the Woo events and he's back this year. Anthony. The youngest legend, uh, youngest legend that I've ever met. He's getting some, you know, he, he's out there working it. He's been touring, you know, more than just locally. I think he's even been overseas recently. So the people that we have. Starting, he has a UK okay, starting. Yeah. I'm not positive right. on that, but I believe uh, believe that's what I've seen on the social medias there. Yeah, so we're catching people, you know, really 
on their way up. And that's incredible for us. You know, they have some traction locally and are only going places from here. So we're thrilled to have them. And that's not to belabor the point, but that's what creative placemaking is about. I mean, not just bringing business into a place in the short term, but really like facilitating a, a culture of artistic expression and freedom and innovation. And you really just don't know who is going to be the next, you know, the next Einstein or the next, you know, like, which is like, you just right. take off. And then if you never had that, that exposure in the beginning, then who knows if you would have gotten there or not. So, yeah. And we absolutely want to help promote our artists. And, you know, um, I had written a couple things down here and we just, I'm going to reference that. Um, <laughs> You know, so like Camille Peruto played our opening last week. Um, right after that, she announced a Philly show at the Foundry um, opening for someone, which is great. And also she's going to be playing live on 104.5 in July. So, you know, she was one of our opening day, you know, artists and she was amazing. People were coming up going, who is that again? And they were into it. So our music's top notch. Um, Sonder was with us last year. They'll be back this year. They were just listed as one of the 50 bands you need to hear by Chorus FM. So that's really cool, too, again, to see these bands getting some traction. American Dinosaur was with us last year is getting some traction. So, you know, they're, it's quality, top-notch music. It's very diverse. It's something for everyone. You know, it's really, it's a great time. Yeah. I, lo- I love how the wide range that it actually does pull in. Everybody seems happy listening yeah. to it and it's a close to like an hour set they get like 45 50 minutes or something like that yeah we have a couple nights where there's a couple more bands um but they're most nights we have three or four and you know we're open for three and a half hours we start really right at six we're ending right at nine thirty. so we split it up make sure everybody gets a good amount of time cool cool and so just uh so real brief beyond the beyond lot 323 uh, are there any future events coming up this year or anything uh new for the fop that we should keep an eye out for so we just finished up another strategic planning session. So I don't think we're ready to announce anything specific new and upcoming. We really put our efforts into making this year bigger, better, greater. Okay. Um, but certainly, you know, strategic planning, we're not, you know, resting on our laurels okay. here. So we'll see what comes out of that. There are so many opportunities out there, even if it's just partnering with other businesses and other organizations that are doing great things. Um, you know, but yeah, we, we will definitely be continuing to move forward. Cool. Cool. Yeah. All right. All right. So if somebody wanted to, to help the lot either by volunteering or donating, is that a possibility for them? Absolutely. We need you. Um, we, again, as I may have mentioned several times, we are all volunteer run. So volunteering is an amazing way to get involved with us. There's a volunteer sign up on our uh, website. Again, thefop.net. Um, please sign up for that. It is so much fun to come out and volunteer. We need help with setup, cleanup, bartending, um, you know, when we're building and when we're taking down, we need volunteers. Um, but we have some of the best bartenders around, I think. They have the most fun. Um, so I would highly recommend that job if you want to work with some really fun people. So that's a great way. Again, you can sign up on our website. Um, we also have a generosity.com campaign to help us raise funds to make sure we're, we're able to make every year bigger and better. Um, do more. We, you know, we, pay our bands and you know we you know we make sure we're taking care of the people who are helping take care of us we want to be fair to our artists um so that really helps in that way plus you know a lot of our lot is recycled and donated materials but of course there are some things either for safety reasons or structural reasons you know you need 
fresh and new. Um, our stage is amazing this year. So, um, please come and just check that out. We're so proud. But yeah, so we need money, of course, for, for build. Um, and then you can also find us on Amazon Smile. Um, that's such an easy way to, if you're an Amazon shopper to support us, you can just select, um, so you know, how does Amazon Smile? Smile work. So Amazon Smile, you designate an organization. You make sure that you're going to the Amazon Smile um, portion of their website to make your purchases. And without having to think any more than that, once you've designated an organization, they'll give a portion of your purchases uh, over to a nonprofit organization that you've designated. It doesn't come out of your pocket. It comes out of Amazon's. And again, really easy way to support cool. nonprofits. And you do need to make sure that it starts with the smile mm-hmm. yep. that, what, after you sign up. Yep. So just bookmark that cool. page cool. and it's really easy after Great. that. Mm-hmm. Okay. And then, um, so are there any sponsors or anything that you want to give a, yeah. are you ready for that? Part? I'm ready. Okay. All right. So yes, uh, this would not be possible without our amazing sponsors and partners. So, uh, Jim was gracious enough to let me run down. Thank you. So, um, we're presented by Joseph Fazio, the greater Woodbury chamber of commerce, Penn medicine, rock products. And then we're sponsored by Acme of Woodbury, Atrium post-acute care of Woodbury, the bomb family, Belia print and design, Cento, Christie's Auto Body, Cornell, Crane, and Steel, Seti and Connell, Home Depot of Lawnside, Eight and Sand Beer Company, E.P. Henry, Kimco Graphics, Giannina's, Gray Fox Animal Hospital, Jupiter Records, Morris Graphics, Patient First, Plant Service Corporation, Richard Clemens Creative, Tiki Tiki Board Games, Town Liquors, and Woodbury Family Pharmacy. So it takes that many people to make a lot happen, and it could be even greater if we had even more partners. So if you're interested in having your business um sponsor us you know please feel free to reach out to us we have even offered out like you know if you wanted to come out and volunteer as a team building activity to our lot you know if you've sponsored us we would certainly find something amazing and team building for you guys to do um there's also opportunities to sponsor our um either you call it cornhole or bago um boards where your name appears you know next to your cornhole board or a picnic table um, we had a stage sponsor this year, which was the uh, Greater Woodbury Chamber of Commerce. So, yeah, so lots of different ways to get involved. Very cool. Um, and then also, please come to yeah, the events. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Our, come, our come food and, and beer sales, and you know, having our vendors be successful and our bands be successful—that is the number one way you can support mm-hmm. us. Showing up and enjoying yourself, and, and you can't help but have a good time there. So, Thanks. so, so, thank you very much, Lee. I really appreciate you um, coming and talking Thanks. to me in my creepy garage. Yeah, this uh, is great for, for half an hour <laughs> in the ninety degree heat. Uh, no yeah, big deal. Appreciate it's it. Wonderful. Okay. Yeah, thank you so much. All right. So, thank you at at home or wherever you may or may not be listening to this podcast. This has been our first episode of NJ Makers Podcast, and thank you very much. Hashtag Made in NJ. Yeah. I don't know. I hit my head. What did my uh what did my chair just do? Ah. Ah.